The following content is sponsored in partnership with Haymarket Media U.S. Hello and welcome to the MM&M podcast. My name is Jack O'Brien. I am the digital editor at MM&M. I'm pleased to be joined today by a couple of wonderful guests. Hi, I'm Jamie Alexander. I am the general manager of PRI Healthcare Solutions. And I'm John Leone, the senior VP of commercial ops. I appreciate you both being on the show, being in studio here in New York. We're going to focus the majority of our conversation on HCP identification and engagement across a multi-indication portfolio. And Jamie, I want to throw the first question over to you. When you're looking at multiple indications in the portfolio, what has PRI's approach been in terms of reaching oncologists across multiple therapeutic areas? Sure. So understanding that with a multi-indication brand, we would encounter a wide range of healthcare professionals across a variety of specialties and at different stages within their behavior adoption funnel. We developed a cascade of custom digital programs that were aimed at targeting a wide range of critical points in the brand adoption process to lift awareness and drive that adoption across all indications. Luckily, the custom products in our portfolio are specifically designed and deployed to leverage messaging and education that resonates with each subspecialty that was targeted via this campaign, whether via our Face of the Facts program, which highlights key unmet needs and target populations, or our RealView program that brings clinical data to life utilizing augmented and virtual reality, or our Ask the Expert that delivers KOL and peer perspectives. Ultimately, our goal for this campaign was to engage healthcare professionals and align with their evolving educational needs and preferences to drive informed decision making and adoption of the brand. I really appreciate those insights there, Jamie. And John, I don't know if there was anything you want to add on to that point. No, Jamie touched on it well. I mean, you know, we, we intentionally architect different product solutions for different points across that brand's journey. And uh, understanding where the different indications in the portfolio are, we're able to offer a product. You know, we've, we've got something for that, generally speaking. And kind of pivoting off of that, I wanted to ask you that given that there are multiple unique audiences, as well as the possibility of some overlap between those audiences, how did PRI approach audience targeting, reach identification? Because I know that's such a crucial area to this whole process. Yeah, smartly, I hope. Um, You know, across five different uh, programs within this portfolio, we had 87% match on the target that we wanted to see the program saw the program. And I think that that speaks pretty well to our ability, not only to identify from a scientific perspective, who are we speaking to, but how do we reach them and and via what channels? Um, Again, speaking to the overlap, some indications cross pan tumor, um, there is overlap and we expected that. And we saw about 12% overlap that saw two programs leaving only 1% for anything above that. So I think our targeting is is on point. we're able to reach all those subspecialties within oncology. We're also able to reach, you know, the different types of physicians that Jamie mentioned. It's not just oncologists, it's, it's NPs and PAs as well that we're, we're, we're talking to. Um, and in order to do that, we actually were able to take the client's list and match it. So, you know, we're not just going out to, to Dr. Joe, anybody, we're going out to exactly who our clients want to speak to, uh, which gives us the ability to, to really customize that targeting. And, you know, If we want to validate that further, we also have access to some real-time claims data so we can take that client list and say, well, we know who this person is. We know what their past behavior is. We know potentially where and how to reach them. So we use all the tools in our bag to to just make sure that we're, we're fishing where the fish are. And when you talk about that, I like that analogy of fishing where the fish are. Obviously, you have to have metrics that back up the work that you're doing. What were some that stood out to you in terms of like, oh, we hit it on the head. We got the fish. We're successful here. Yeah, you know, the real standout was Return visitors were spending a ton of time and, you know, that's that's a great 
metric for us to analyze. We know that we're not going to ever reach every single person on a target list. We know there's going to be those outliers at the at the one side where they're not really engaging at the other side where they're over engaging, shall we say. So, you know, we saw between seven and 14 minutes of time on site and content consumed from return visitors. We also saw 77 to 88%, depending on the program of the uniques, again, going back to that targeting capability. So, you know, the portfolio only succeeds if the programs within succeed. And, and in this case, I think we're able to deliver on that. It sounds like it, given those numbers. In general, how did the portfolio perform in terms of audience engagement? I know you highlight some of those other metrics, but that's a key one, too. Those were kind of things that we didn't necessarily expect. You know, you don't necessarily think that somebody's going to spend 14 minutes engaging with your content. So that was a huge win. But of the things that we did expect, um, you know, email opens were around 16 percent, which if you think about the industry benchmarks for health and wellness, that's around 18 or so. And, and wellness is a big word in there. Time on site was great. We outperformed uh, industry benchmarks and we pulled from a variety of sources that said, you know, around 226 to 241 time on site again in health and wellness. And across the portfolio, we saw 247 is our average time on site with the return visitors averaging 10 minutes and 38 seconds. So it's uh, it's big. You know, we saw really good performance numbers. No, those are those are major numbers right there. And I appreciate you bringing those into the conversation. And Jamie, I want to bring you back in as well. When you look at the impact on the brand, given everything that you did in terms of the process and the results, what did that look like? Yeah, I think when you, you know, hear the metrics that John just went through, obviously, it's clear to see that we drove the engagement that we were looking for, that our content resonated and that that really is just clear in the metrics. But whether you're looking at the percentage of the target list that we engaged or the return visits, again, we just know that the content that we created was in an impactful format, delivered the right time, right place. We also know that our targeting strategy worked. John talked about 87% of the combined target list engaging with the program, specifically with the intended program that we that we wanted them to see based on where they were in that behavior adoption funnel. Um, we really helped to move them along that journey. When we extrapolate that out to consider, you know, what this means from a, a brand impact and, and dare I say the, the dreaded three letters of ROI for the brand, uh, we really only needed to impact a small number of new starts to make this a successful campaign. Leveraging some of those third party real time claims data sources that John was referencing, we can really quantify that we not only met that goal, but we exceeded it by more than six times, uh, which has an impact not just now, but really a compounding impact for the brand over the next 18 to 24 months. That's so exciting to see that kind of near term success, but then also know that it's going to have a longer term impact down the line, too. So. Obviously, a lot of exciting stuff going on at PRI. Absolutely. Jamie and John, it's been great having you both on the show and hearing all these insights and the impact that it's had on your brand and the clients that you service. For those in our audience that might be interested in learning more, where could they find out more information? We would love to talk more about this. You can find us at prihcs.com. Uh, reach out to us there. We'd love to talk more about how we can build these very specific and, and fit for purpose uh, programs to, to serve your brand and your customers' needs in the future.